0: Welcome back, people, once again. Now, as I was listening back to our podcast last week, just to make sure all the sound quality was absolutely top fucking notch, I realised, boys, that we were a little bit, I don't know, a little bit flat last week. So we're coming in hot this week, fucking raging hot, I tell you now. And this is a big one. Yes, we're going to be talking about the weekend. Conor Benny's back, baby. Buatia sees a blinding fight. We'll be dissecting that bad boy. And, of course, the big news, Fury Usyk postponed. Fucking gutted. Fucking, I was bang up for that. But there we go. It's postponed. May the 18th. Turkey has saved us once again. Don't you worry. And we'll be talking about some other boxing news. We've got a bit of Wardley-Clark announced. That's a bit exciting. Hamza, Lee Liam Williams this weekend. But, boys, there's nowhere else to start. Big John, Fure- Big John Fury versus Carl Froch. Who wins that fight and how? <laughs> Come on. Oh, is that a serious question? Yeah. Oh, well, it's He's bubbling jump- up, mate. They're selling tickets for Wembley, bruv. Mate, John
1: Fury's not going to fight anyone. He didn't fight that Mickey Theo. He's certainly not going to fight Carl Frotch. You're
0: talking shit. Carl Frotch goes down in free. Tell
1: you. <laughs> tell you. Goes down where? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I tell you, Big John's bringing all the smoke, bruv. Don't want to mess with Big John. I tell you. Yeah, everyone wants Big John. That's where the dough
1: is, isn't it? Big exactly. John brings the eyes and the dough. This is
2: what is going to lead us beautifully into the whole Tyson Fury Usyk. is that. It's all a circus. It's a like, do you we honestly think John Fury is going to get inside the ring with Carl, Carl Frotch? Ain't happening. 93, like, how deluded is he? 93,000 at Wembley. You think he's going to get more than 93 people at fucking Wembley to watch that? No chance. No chance.
0: I'm going. Don't I'd watch it. What are you talking about? I'm going. You tell me you want to watch <laughs> yeah. that? I'd be all in, mate. <laughs> like that is would.
1: wonderful TV. I'll tell days. you what,
0: Joe Egan popped up today, didn't he? He wants yeah. Misfits, apparently. Listen,
1: John, John, Johnny, Johnny, Big John Fury is in no shape to be doing even free frees.
0: You is say that. Like, it... You say that, right? I'll put a bet. I'll have a bet of you now, Kai. I'll have a bet of you now. Fifty quid within the next three years, John Fury gets in a ring. You want that bet?
1: <sighs> I'll have that bet. Yeah. Fifty pounds of charity, right?
0: Yeah. Fifty pound for charity. Yeah. My pocket. No, I'm joking. <laughs> of our,
1: of our uh, chosen yeah. charity. Chosen charity, yeah. In three years' time, do you think we'll still be doing this? Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> probably, I don't know. You two drive me a bit fucking mad, so maybe not. As
1: <laughs> long as we up our game, isn't yeah. it, Unc? We'll be yeah. all
0: right. <laughs> so, Lin, come on in. Let's talk about it. It's bad news, but Turkey's turned it into somewhat good news. Fury Usyk postponed. May the 18th is the new date, but we've also got a clause in there. Should Fury or Yusik pull out this time. It's 10 million off their purse. However, personally, I think if they pull out this time, it's never happening, is it? But either way, there's a 10 million clause in there. Well done, excellent turkey. We love that. So, boys, tell me your thoughts when you heard it straight away. Johnny B, what did you think?
2: I was gutted. Couldn't speak. Couldn't think. Couldn't think straight. I mean, straight away, I just thought, I I always said I didn't think this fight was going to happen, like a lot of people. Uh, So then when it didn't happen, I just thought, I knew it. I knew it. And um, I've got to admit, straight away, I'm thinking, I don't believe it. I I don't believe it. I think there's some skullduggery going on here. That was my first opinion. Um, But then looking at it, you see the, the footage that comes out. Straight away you think, oh, there's footage. Then the footage comes out, it's grainy. You're like, you don't see the blood, you don't see anything. You're like, what what are they filming this on? Has someone got a car in the gym and it's on a fucking dash cam? Like, what is pixelation? Suspicious wasn't it? What? What's that it's ring suspicious thing, was yeah, not it? It's like a ring doorbell <laughs> fucking camera. Like, what the fuck? Who's got a camera like that in the gym? This is a multi million pound fucking outfit. Inside so, do you know what? I said I wasn't going to try and swear too much today, but now we're talking about this, it's impossible. But yeah, like this is a multi-million pound outfit, gym operation in Saudi Arabia. Someone's coming with a bloody ring doorbell to film the sparring. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a bit suspect. Um, but then obviously the picture comes out of the cut. It's undeniable. It's got a cut on his eye. Like I can only see what I can see. I know there's a lot of AI, AI footage going around nowadays, but he's got a cut. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, people have come out with some statements they don't think it's real or, you know, he might have done it on purpose. I mean, even um, George Groves, he came out and said it looks like a, it could be a surgical cut. It's so neat. I thought, wow. I tell you what, a
0: few people did say that um, it looks a lot – it looks like it's been there a lot longer than a mm. few days. A few people did say that. It but looks- then,
2: look, yeah, so – and then um, and then um, the, the guy that, that he had the sparring with uh, – Smacky. (laughs) What a name (laughs) of all the the surnames after he's obviously given Fury a smack. But yeah, Frank Warren said it was an elbow. And then, you know, the the guy they had to with, Smacky, he said it was a punch. He goes, you know, it wasn't an elbow. It's definitely an elbow. Definitely an elbow.
1: But, um... Shit, 300 times, mate. It was an elbow. He's, He's come round with the left hook. We'll come to whether it was a left hook or a right hook in a minute, I suppose, yeah? But, um...
0: Go on, John, you finish, mate. I was just going to say, for the listeners, though, so we had a couple of days there on the WhatsApp messages where Johnny was going, it's on his fucking left eye now. Hold on a minute. It's on his fucking right eye now. He's fucking dissecting the pictures because the cut was moving from left to right. But it was, yeah, it was the old camera footage, wasn't it? It was the way that uh, the phone, if you're looking at your phone, it's going to be a different side, isn't it?
2: It's still hard to figure is that it? out because if you when is it? Well, I'm I'm waiting to have Margot go and use not crack on i'll well, no, if I'm you take a selfie. The it comes I could out literally the other just way. speak for the first half hour. So I'll finish it with this because I've got more to say on it, right? But I'll well, finish it with this: is that yeah, obviously, like in the sparring, as he gets hit, you know, it's, it's a left, whatever, shovel hook, whatever it is, it comes out. If he if he clips him with the fist or it's the elbow, but you can blatantly see it. All you can see from the video is. Tyson Fury's left shoulder, and it comes up and hits him on his right eye, that would be, wouldn't it? His right eye. That's what you can see in the video. But then yeah. when he's sitting next to uh, Turkey al Shake, the cuts on his left eye, isn't it? He, what's going on about here? This cuts... No,
0: it is on his right. It is on his right. <laughs> this is what we was arguing about, wasn't it?
2: What, when he's sitting? It
0: is on his right, because Turkey's to his right. Mm. Turkey's sitting to Tyson's right. And the... So the cut's on his left
1: in that video. It's set definitely on his left eye. He's <laughs> done an Instagram he... video since then, Unk, on his own, walking about his gaff. And the cut's definitely on the left, on right. the left, 100%. So someone explained to me how a left hook that catches him on the right eye has now cut his left eye. Because it's, it's, not, it's I've tried right to eye. do it.
0: So you're saying in the in the uh, Double Excellent Turkey video, when he's sitting there for the MMA hour, Turkey sat he, to his right, the things, the cut's on his left. No, it's not, it's on his right, it's on his right. I looking at you, it now. I'll, I'll double that £50 pounds no. for charity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, cha- the, chari- the charity to Kaya's Beer Foundation, which will be this weekend.
0: No, it is, honestly, it's on his right. It is, trust me.
1: There's going to be people screaming down the fucking their fucking phones now or whatever they're listening <laughs> no, but to. Even, How you um, fucking silly
0: bastard! Even Dan R- Raphael was a bit confused, wasn't he? He put out a tweet saying, Oh, hold on a minute, why is it on his left? And then on when he got cut on his right. right, blah, 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 right. But right.
2: Yeah. I'm looking at it now on Insta. He's looking at the camera on Insta and it's on his left eye on Insta.
0: Yeah, but look at the logo on his shirt. The logo skew with, isn't it?
1: So the logo's back to front. You're saying the cuts on the right eye.
0: Is the logo back to front? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Say- it is. Right. Yeah, it is. Right. right it is. So, that's right. what it is. That's, what, that's it is. what it
1: is. Well, let me throw you case something closed. else then in into case the mix. Closed. So when, logos. when, yeah, it's not case closed. How's it case closed? Because the logo is so it the a long way round? Fuck the logo. I don't care about the logo. Was it a left hook or not? Yeah, yeah. That it was cut a left his hook. eye. Yeah. So if it's the left hook how's the left hook cut? his... you're saying that the oh, cut's definitely on his right eye. It has yeah? to be from, from the right video footage. Eye. Yeah. So all right. So in the aerial Helwani show, are you telling me they're filming everything back to front? No. Put it up it... on your phone now, Joe. See what where it is on, on the aerial. No, that's, that's that's money. They're not filming go. anything back to front. That's Insta.
0: That's back. to I'm front. talking about the Sorry.
1: Helwani show. The yeah. MMM
0: on the, the aerial Helwani show. Um. Turkey, how shakes do it now. God, You lot cracking on talking. Right. <laughs> this is you no good for the listeners, talking. is it? They're like, we can't fucking
2: see anything. Do You know what? Like, this is the thing, isn't it? I've, I've, do you know what though? This ain't the first time I've seen this because I remember this happened to David Hay. Funny enough, in the Tyson Fury, his right shoulder when he had done that, the the image he done it in a in a hotel room or whatever, a doctor's room in in the mirror. Everyone was saying, "You said it was the right shoulder. It was the left shoulder." I remember this happening years ago. This ain't the first time this has oh, ever happened. Oh yeah.
1: Um, do you know what? Thank God you didn't take that bet. It's fucking his right eye. <laughs> I
0: did take it. <laughs> no,
2: nah,
1: we didn't shake on it, mate. There was no acknowledgement of the bet. Yeah, it's definitely on his right eye there next to Turkey old shake. Right you're like Tyson Fury.
0: You don't pay your fucking bets. <laughs> case closed. His case closed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well. case closed. Either yeah, way. You're right, John, though, is it? David A did the same thing with his shoulder, took a picture in the mirror and... uh And then, yeah, basically it was all back to front and everyone was questioning it then, so...
2: But but Yeah, but listen, mate,
1: we're all all fucking... We're all doing our nut over this because it's just the boy who cried wolf, isn't it? It's like, we don't know if if he's fanning or not, ever. And we've had a whole year of Tyson Fury's negotiations going back and forward and and falling away. And then you see Anthony Joshua fight Usyk twice. And everyone else seems to be making fights. But with Tyson Fury, it's always been difficult to negotiate, so... When anything happens, the smallest thing, like everyone jumps all over it and says that he's, he's fannying. And um, I'm glad he come out and did a video because we, we was on the WhatsApp group literally an hour before and I, I posted on there and I said, look, all he's got to do is come out and do a, a video. Do a video, do an interview. It doesn't matter who it's with. Pick your favourite interviewer, Michelle Joy Phelps or whoever it is. He seems to like her a lot. And then literally an hour later, he's out there with with uh, Turkey Ali El Sheikh um, doing a video. So yeah, it's case closed. I think Igis Klimas owes him an apology there, doesn't he? As, as we all do, as I yeah. do, because I, yeah. I was questioning well, everything. not
0: really. We all That's did. Not we really. Did.
2: Because
1: yeah, no, am no, an apology. We all got it no, wrong. We all no, got it wrong. The well, no, whole got well, it wrong. What
2: Igis Klimas is saying is you got your bitch to hit you with a frying pan, right? So ultimately, and I don't think he was referring to. Is that what he said? Yeah. That's, what he's, that's why Tyson oh. Fury was going on one. I, I, I go- wonder what
0: that was about. I heard him say that at the end of the interview. I didn't know. I don't um, think he meant his wife. he said that. Fucking Got out.
2: your bitch because he's been one, one of your boys. I don't think he meant his wife. But anyway, it, like, so what he's saying is that, you know, you've done that cut on purpose because you wanted to prolong the training camp, read into that what you will, but uh, you've done it on purpose. And at the end, that Turkey Alice Shake, he said to Aegis Klimas, um, are you happy with this now? And then he said, I think he got his words muddled up. He goes, I still feel same or I still same feel. But he meant to say, I still feel yeah, the same yeah, at yeah, the very yeah, end. Yeah. But um, So he ain't he ain't moving on it. But I mean, they're just sick to death of Tyson Fury. Think about it. It, it. There's a common denominator in all of the stuff that seems to go on with Tyson Fury. And that's him. The negotiations with Anthony yeah. Joshua. How long did they play out in the media to the point, you know, I spoke to the... Prince Khalid in Saudi Arabia, the deal's on. Tyson Fury comes out with all of that. Lastminute.com, oh no, arbitration with Wilder. Sorry, I've got to go and fight Wilder now. And within 24 hours, he signs the the Wilder fight. You know, you like your promoter is Bob Arum. He's a lawyer. You didn't know anything about that arbitration shit when everyone was sent down the road with this whole Anthony Joshua narrative. It didn't happen. When else has Anthony Joshua been... Logged into, like, public negotiations. Like, just that time with Tyson Fury, it seemed like. So, yeah, look, I, look, I, I wrote down a few things. I'm going to rattle this off. And then this is why his credibility is shot. And this is why people don't believe a word he said. So, pulled out of an Ustinov, Ustinov fight back in the day. There was clamour for Tyson Fury to fight David Price, British title, back in the day. He lost to Price in the amateurs. Price at the time was a beast, knocking people over for fun. I know his chin was a bit suspect, and he got found out by Tony Thompson. But at the time, a lot of people saying Tyson Fury ducked that fight. Failed a drugs test nine months before the Klitschko undisputed fight. Anyway, he wins the, the titles. Then he's meant to give Klitschko a rematch. Pulls out the fight because he sprained an ankle. Later, it's revealed he failed a pre-fight test for cocaine. Okay, Then he gets a two-year backdated sentence, right? Tests positive for Nandrolone, right? Puts it down to the wild-born meat. Okay, so there's reasonable doubt, right? You you know, you're saying you ate wild-born meat. Farmer comes out with stuff, saying there was bribes for people to take, whatever. Then then he pulled, retracted his uh, his statement about sand stuff. Still a little bit of fuckery there, though, right? Then um, he, he don't fight for a while. Then he comes back. Then it's easy to sort of tick over fights. Then it's the whole negotiations with AJ. That plays out in the public. Then it's the Wilder, wild the arbitration. Then he's about to fight Wilder. Pulls out of that fight because he gets COVID. suppose COVID was out at the time, but you still never know. Then you get all this stuff with Usyk. All of these negotiations in public. Little foreigner, you know, <clears throat> gap tooth, don't to fight me. Fuck the rematch. How about 70-30? Want... It's like you're the common denominator in all of this. And then you get dropped by Ungarnu. Then you're meant to fight um, Usyk in December, but you've got a little mark over your eye. So that fight gets postponed. Then we've got the February fight. And we're all saying it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Now this fight gets postponed. So excuse me if your credibility isn't a bit shot. And for me, I don't even want to call him Tyson Fury no more. Do you know his name is Tyson Fuckery? Because everywhere I go, there just seems to be a bit of fuckery around Tyson Fury. So I ain't saying he's done this on purpose. But
1: we've all got it wrong. We've all got it wrong this time. As I say, like, my son does it all the time. He fucking lies. And then, you know, there's no, look, there's nothing to say. He's definitely lied about any negotiations. Cause we're not privy to any of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, but you're right. He's the common denominator is Tyson Fury. So fingers will point towards him. Cause everyone else seems to be making fights or most people. I know Wilder and Joshua had problems making that fight as well um for a while but mostly it's Tyson Fury but my son does it all the time he lies and the one time he's telling the truth I don't really believe him and then like it proves that he's telling the truth I've got to go apologize to him so I think we all we look we all we all questioned it we all thought there was something going on turns out it's completely legit so we you know the fight's been made so I think um just got to crack on with it haven't we like well there's nothing else to talk about
0: the burning question is, and I don't know if we can really answer this because nobody really knows, but I'll get your thoughts on it anyway. Does anyone benefit? Does Usyk not benefit? Does Tyson benefit? What do you reckon?
1: I don't think it affects Usyk in the slightest. That man's a machine all year round, I reckon. Can you overtrain, though?
0: Can you overtrain? Do you know what I, mean? I
1: think with the team he's got behind him, I think you'll know when to to, you know, raise the levels and when to taper it off, when to raise it, when to taper off. Like Fury, you see pictures of him against Nganu, which was only three months ago, by Mm. the way. He was out of shape. Mm.
2: See pictures of him now. Remember, Mm. we did a podcast, two or three podcasts ago, and uh, me and uncle were saying about the shape of Tyson Fury, where John Fury was saying, ah, he's not training right. It's embarrassing. He's barely not uh, thingy." And then we were saying, this is bullshit. He's saying that, but really, in the shadows, Tyson Fury's training his nuts off, and he's going to be in of shade. Because remember, we was having this conversation before, how fit is Tyson Fury going to be ready? And this is what Tyson Fury does. Like, that thing that John Fury was saying there, that was a red herring. This is what happens in boxing. It's misdirection. They yeah. throw you over there, and they're trying to bank that Usyk ain't going to take this as serious. You know, like... Getting up for the five AM runs, I oh, maybe I won't do today. Maybe I'll just do tomorrow because you're thinking he's just going to come in a fat blob and I'm going to beat him. So I, this is the thing with the Furies, and they are the master of mind games. The way they play this whole boxing game, they are. So I think because he is a superstar, because he's got such a big mouth, everyone's a little middleweight gap two foreigner or a bodybuilder. Everyone's a dosser. You you love to hate the guy, but ultimately, in terms of boxing. It's more than just fighting in the ring. There's mind games at play there. And I think they was trying to play a blinder there with misdirection, saying he was barely training. But lo and behold, look at his physique. geezers, mate. Miraculous though. I for... think
0: you're right, yeah. It was it was all a bluff, wasn't it?
2: I mean, you can get like that. Boxers can get
1: like that with the with the you know with the training programs they go through for a fight camp. Mm. They do, they train twice a day, the diet's right. So theoretically, you could easily, not easily, with a lot of hard work, go from where he was against Nganu to where he is now. So, for me, there isn't really again nothing to really see here. There's loads of people online saying he's he's doing this, that, and the other. But um, you know, if you dedicate yourself, I've I've done a lot of training in the past. Obviously, not to that level, but I've done endurance events. I know how quickly you can strip off weight with the right diet and the right type of training. So yeah, he's obviously just dedicated himself. And in honest, in all honesty. You know, it's a legitimate cut. It's probably really worked in Fury's favor because now yeah. he's got another three months of solid fitness training to even be better. And, uh, you know, there was other things as well. Like when, that, when it first popped off, I'm like, fucking hell, like, are they not selling any tickets? Like the promo's excellent. Are they trying to push this out a bit further? This was before, obviously, Our we legitimized the cut on this, on this podcast. Because even coming to this podcast, I didn't know what your views were. I'm like, it's the fucking left hook. It's the right eye, the left eye. I didn't know what was going on. Now we've figured out that it's, it's all legit. I was like, fucking hell, like, why have they leaked the gloves are off? Who would leak that? Who would, be, who would have the authority to leak the gloves are off thing they mm. did? What's that doing out in you there? You
0: could be onto something because Fury fights have done big numbers in the past, but they've always done big numbers when Fury is out in front on social mm. media, mm. fucking... Mm slagging everyone off, do you know what I mean? He always is promoting, isn't he? He's been dead silent on this and he hasn't needed to promote it because he's getting a load of money for it. But you're right.
1: But listen, it's another thing that's come out in the wash now as well. When Tyson Fury's in the right, okay, he'll clearly come online and prove his innocence. So all the other stuff that's happened in the past where he's kept completely silent about the arbitration, all that stuff. I mean, could he have made more effort to prove his innocence in those those situations, who knows? But this time he's had no choice because the whole world literally went, You fucking liar! And he's turned around, he's had to do this, right? So but it. listen. But could he have done it more in the past? Yeah, but in the, there's, you know, that's there's something
2: by the bias, there's something that weren't here in the past, and that is none other than his double excellent turkey, right? Because how mad was that to see him front and centre on that Ariel Owani show sitting there, man, just like um, if, if no one makes the next fight, there's going to be £10 million deducted. You know, you love it raw, man, know. Your friend. he's the got governor. a fucking
0: camera in both the camps, he reckons. he's <laughs> fucking amazing, Why isn't not? it? He's shadow boxing at the end. He said, I want the fucking winner. I know,
2: I know. He's got some moves to play, <laughs> I tell you.
0: He does what he
1: likes, mate. He does what he likes.
0: We were saying this morning on our WhatsApp group, um, I mean, his name is the god of boxing, isn't it? God of boxing. Saviour, the he's God, God of boxing, just pulling all the mate. strings. It's just amazing. That's why I personally think this fight will happen, because that man is in charge. Mm. There's no financials that can't be uh, met for the fighters. There's no, you know, requests that they can't adhere to. Everything, he's got it covered. So, yeah. Now, this has all transpired, right? And
1: Fury now has got a bit between his teeth. You see he's taking it seriously, right? Much, much more seriously than he has in the last however many... Fights he's had, right? This is this is it. This is the holy grail for Tyson Fury. Now you've seen this, and this has happened, and the whole world's called him a liar, and he's proved everyone uh, proved everyone uh, wrong. Are we all flip flopping? Are we all sticking with Usyk? Well,
2: who flipped in the first place? It, Were you we all flipped?
1: flipped. I said Fury ages ago. I don't know if you did, Unc. I think you was always Usyk. Always you, Usy.
0: always Usy. No, yeah. I'm, I, I'm
2: not I, not I, I
1: said Fury. Before. I said uh, uh, on it Fury. who's taken it seriously. It's too big and too good. For I'm going to have to go and get the especially receipts the that. Seeing Dubois, especially after seeing the Dubois fight. Where well, I'm you're still flip-flopping lost. now, are you? I don't know yet.
0: Oh, I'm, you're the right. king of I, flip-flop, you are, bruv.
2: Oh, no. That's, listen, that's I don't know That's a t-shirt, yet. that is. I will, the king of flip flop. I will cons-
1: <laughs> you You're having a laugh, mate. I could call you flip-flop as well. You're, you're the worst out of all of us. But <laughs> uh...
2: Yeah, for, for me,
1: for me, this is lit a fire under fury. Because you question... Whether he really cares or not, right about legacy, he says it himself. Don't give a shit about legacy. I got all the money I need. I live in, the, you know, the arsehole of nowhere in Morecambe. I go down the pier, have a Flake ninety nine, and play those two p machines. Like he don't really give a fuck about most. Oh, no, but that's
2: all part I'm of like, this. It. I'm
1: telling you earlier, son. I know. Don't get I know. But like brought into now, it,
2: bruv. But now, I'll drive a he says, on fucking Joe Rogan. He's got a Lamborghini. All right, all right. Calm down. Pipe down, son. You're getting on, fucking, right. Take a fucking you're like breather. A child, Take son. a breather. you into all this no, bullshit. No, all I'm, I'm saying is,
1: you. when Fury, when Fury's on it, and he's fit, and he's focused, he's a dangerous fighter. There's no denying it. It's just we haven't seen it recently in his last few fights. It, we haven't. I think this fight's a lot closer now than yeah. it ever was before this cut and all this stuff happened. That's what I believe because I feel like he's so got who a point for So th- Who do you think
2: yeah? wins then the fight?
1: I'm still leaning towards Usyk, but I thought it was Usyk convincingly before. After convincingly, fight. I thought he played not played with him really, but I thought he wins that fight eight four nine three. But now it's close, boys. I'm telling you, should we do? <clears> it? Do, it? You want, really,
2: do you want to really do close. this? Do you want to do this now? Because I'm. Nah, we'll save it. What? We'll save, it, we'll we save all, it. We know our prediction. What we we'll, we'll say, you say yours, and then we'll save it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. usick just, just Usic. <laughs> you're Usic, yeah. Oh, I on. am 100 percent fury. I was in my mind <laughs> in, in, after everything you just in said. Mind, after <laughs> everything you just called me, mate. Fucking flip what, flop. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You was Usic? No, 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 no. What? whatever What do you mean? Everything I just said? I've no. You just called me a flip flop. Stop, stop. Stop. You. I'm saying, to you the misdirection. I said it's more than just fighting in the ring, and I said he's the master of mind games, right? And I'm telling you now, it's fucking done it on you. Done it on you, you bro. Done it. On, sent you down the road. I'm going. I'm still huh? Usic. I'm still Usic. I still still you Usic. You've done a semi flip flop and went back, but. It, it's not you. Either flip flop or you Listen, don't, mate. That's it. I'm just sad that the condition that I just see Fury in there, right? That guy's a man mountain with the feet that he's got, that reach that he's got. I'm telling you, if he if he if he plays the right game in that ring and he just keeps making Usyk overreach, keeps taking a step back, making miss, getting there, tie him up. If he plays a sensible game, he's got the ring IQ. He always makes the adjustments. the Fury, I think he wins the fight. I really do. Making so you flip flop? Do you flip flop? I think, I so you, I think I don't... you said Usyk the last Gang. time. I'm going to say Usyk. Go and get the receipt. It's on. It's on the oh, last yeah. time we spoke you about it. Said...
1: We, we all went Usyk. Did we did not we all, all go, go Usyk? Usyk? Yeah, we did. You're fucking losing your marbles in your old age. No, well, I'm, I'm go on, Tyson on,
2: Fury now. I think <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this is the thing with Tyson <laughs> I Fury. I ain't changing.
0: No way. Tyson Fury, the biggest
2: star in boxing, and all of this shit that I said, credibility. Is shot, but last week when I did the uh, what the fuck moment, he was my guy. I was saying like the stuff that he said in the gloves are off and that he just does this chart. and it will be a shame when we lose Tyson Fury out of the uh out of the boxing world. But he does, he contradicts fuck himself a lot.
0: He always gives us something to talk about, does he? <laughs> I ain't flip flopping, no fucking way. I'm I'm music all the way, and um yes, he looked in good shape, Fury, but he looked in good shape in the end for the fucking Inghanu fight. Nah, really? not
1: like you, this, son. Being, Nah,
0: he nah. did I thought he looked, looked podgy as fuck. Oh, nah. come on. He's only lost nah. a bit of weight. Nah. Fuck off. He looks like I could do that. nah, that's like, been slimming well.
2: That, that looks like... <laughs> yeah, Cutler's uh, slimming tablets. No, nah, he looks strong. In those pictures, he looks strong. I ain't seen him look like that in a
0: while. Uh, nah, <clears> uh, <throat> uh, nobody ever changed my mind. Usyk's a different animal to anyone he's ever been in there with. You look at Fury's opponents, right? Name someone... Who comes anywhere close to the skill, elusiveness, to the movement of Usyk in Fury's I'll give record? You one. Name one person. Don't say Steve Cannon.
1: Sefer Cefre. He was about to say Steve Cannon. Sefer Cefre,
0: Sefer Yeah, yeah, yeah. pianetta Pioneta. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vienneta. But that, oh, that that's, that's where I'm waste, going. Though. And, and, and Usyk seen this works all. Usyk seen this all before. Yeah, Usick's Usyk, always have seen been Fury up before. against people. I know, but Usyk has been up against big fucking blokes most of his life. Everyone's bigger than him. Everyone's fucking stronger than him. It doesn't matter. I know he's only fought Chisora and Joshua twice and Dubois, but that's a pretty good record in my eyes. And um, I don't see how Fury can keep up with Usyk's movement for 12 rounds personally. I don't see oh, one
1: that. last question on this before we move on. Do you think who's got a better resume in the heavyweight division, Usyk or
2: Fury? It's a great question. It's a great question. <laughs> Joe Parker's put a bomb underneath that question because of what he had done to Wilder. So it does. Mm. That that the, the Wilder trilogy that he had don't look as great now, does it? It really don't.
0: It's a very good question, Kai. However, not to shut you down there, but I will say it just doesn't matter until this fight happens. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean. Like, I'm
1: sure we're going to tear the arsehole out of this fucking a million times before yeah. they before they get. In, in a, a way, I'm site.
0: happy that we can uh, make more content on it for the next few months because after it was over, I was thinking Joshua We've got and a rematch after, not you? Yeah. Well, now be Fury, Joshua, or Usyk. Joshua, wouldn't it? According to the double excellent turkey, but savior uh, yeah, boxing. Happens. Anyway, so, yes, we'll be caning the life out of this fucking situation for another few months. Sorry about that, although you're probably listening for that, to be fair, as well. So, uh, there we go. Right on to last weekend. Let's do Conor Ben first, eh? I took one for the team. You boys are watching Buatzi Aziz, and I said, no, uh, don't you worry, boys, just for the uh, purpose of uh, the trio coming on the pod, I'll make sure that I'll watch the Conor Ben fight in detail. And um, I know you boys have probably watched it since, but yeah, what I watched it live and uh, I watched it mainly for Johnny Fisher, of course. The Ron Ball! Done well. Fucking exciting. The old Ron Ball, love it. And uh, just before we talk about Johnny, yeah, Connor Ben versus Peter Dobson. Right, shall I unload my clip? Go, mate. You crack I'm on. i unloading my clip. I mean, on the surface, he won every round. He really did. Like, probably lost a couple, but I didn't see anything in Peter Dobson that could give Anyone, any name, any trouble. I thought Ben was okay, average. The ferocity was there, but it didn't have the, um, it didn't have the power behind it. It just didn't. My problem is I was watching Peter Dobson in there, and I was thinking, if that was a live opponent, like one of these big names, you're in big, big trouble. And maybe as well, I've got high expectations for Connor, based on. Them glory years you know from the Vargas knockout from then on it was like wow and then from then he started to get these explosive knockouts like Algeri, and um and I suppose him coming back in the Orozco fight and then coming back to now it's like oh is that what we're in for then is it 12 round 12 round points wins is that what we're going to get constantly now but as well if you're going to 12 round points decision wins against this calibre opponents, in my eyes, you're getting annihilated by everyone else. These people are levels below the top. Levels below. Sorry, don't mean don't want to be wow. harsh, but that's well, just mate, what you I said. You've you got to speak
1: your truth, ain't not You've got to speak your truth. I just feel like Peter Dobson was better than people thought think People saw his record and thought he's fought nobody. He hasn't been in a ring for a while. And when you look at his style, you can tell he's trained at the Mayweather gym straight away with his defensive capabilities, his ability to ride shots, take power off any shots with his shoulder rolls. He had one up hand up there and the other one covering his stomach. Just like Mayweather, you know, he can all got similar styles in that gym. And I think with Conor Ben, it, like, it's like he he just wanted to go in here and take his head off. And sometimes you've got to just pry as a man open, Right. If it's not that diff- if it's not that easy to land your power shots, you got you just got to pace the fight a little bit better than he did, and he was just all guns blazing. I thought, in terms of the game plan, I thought it was it wasn't great, if I'm being honest. But all this stuff about Conor Ben losing his power, like you know, since the failed drug test, because we've got to say how it is. You know, I'm not not making any accusations, but everyone online's going, oh, he's lost his power. But you've got to, look, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. You've got to look at who he knocked out before all this stuff happened. It was Chris Van Heerden, right, who really, you look at his record, he was getting battered by Geron Ennis in one round. Fight stopped due, uh, due to a headbutt, but he was getting pinged around all over the place, probably going to get stopped by Geron Ennis. So the Chris Van Heerden one is like, whatever, anyone can knock out Chris Van Heerden. And uh, before then, you've got Samuel Vargas, who's been knocked out four times already. I think it was Virgil Ortiz who knocked him out. Who else? Errol Spence knocked him out. Chris Algieri is not really a welterweight. Comes up in the last stage of his career and gets knocked out in four rounds with a peach of a shot. So if everyone's like jumping all over this a little bit too much, saying he's lost his power. Like I thought, Peter Dobson again was. I'll just reiterate, I thought he was better than people thought. And the fighter he fought before Roscoe was juiced to the gills. He's pinging shots off his head. But no one mentions that. Everyone's going, oh, Connor's lost his power. He just got in a ring with someone who failed a drugs test himself. So let's just all calm fucking down about all of this, I think. With that failed, my doorbell goes when I do this fucking podcast. (laughs) Hold on, one minute.
0: A few moments later.
1: Fucking Uber Eats. Anyway. um, So I just want to like stop rushing the judgment with all of this. I feel like him. you know calling out the fighters, he's calling out. I think a lot of it's clout, if we're being honest. You know, you're throwing Mario Barrios in there with Devin Ainey. You don't put the two names together, that's that's not right. Okay, they are in two totally different levels. I think he's chasing the Barrios fight because it gives him the WBC ranking. The Josh Kelly fight, I wouldn't go near him right now because, in a way, Peter Dobson, you know, slippery, you know, hard to pin down. Josh Kelly's going to be a 10 times better version of Peter Dobson and at 154 as well. So I wouldn't go near him right now until you're back in the flow of things and fighting three times a year. So it's it's hard to know what to do with, with Connor Ben next. It really is like, I don't know if I would rush him into these big fights. So they're talking about, they made a bid today, an hour before we did this, they bid for the, uh, they've uh, not bid for it. They sent Javante Davis, uh, Uh, An offer to fight him. You know, Javante Davis is toying with the idea of coming over here against Conor Ben. Like, why would you go near Javante Davis with his knockout power? I mean, he he could clean you out even at 147. It's Conor Ben's defensively, he's not, you know, it needs work, doesn't it? So I don't know what to do with Conor Ben next. I am stuck. Do you roll the dice? Do you carry on at this level? What would you do? Well, he's
0: calling out Adrian Broner, any as well. I like that fight, and that's that's yeah, that's a good fight for him. Yeah, for him because Adrian Broner's washed. Yeah, but if you're talking about tanks, he, the tanks of this world, even though tanks got to go up a few weights, I think that's a nightmare. Yeah, for us. And um, it is. But yeah, the other names that you mentioned, and even to Josh Kelly. I think Josh Kelly beats him. I do. At the moment, now, you'd have to say I that. I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said that a few years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't have said that. But did you really think that Peter Dobson was better? I thought than he was better than people, people credit thought. Credit I
1: thought for. defensively, he was doing some really cute things in there, taking power off a lot of Connor's shots, just with the way he was just rolling, rolling with the shot. He was anticipating a lot of the power shots, and he was taking probably twenty percent off them. And uh, it was he was
2: cleverer than people thought in there. I yeah. thought he was. I I agree. I think he had that. That Philly shell, he, caught, he, kept, he he knew how to sort of dip that down low, wide shots. Um, he sort of knew where he was in the ring all the time. Um, and yeah, and do you know what? He wasn't throwing loads of punches either. I think he knew how to sort of pace himself throughout the uh, throughout the round. But ultimately, I'm a little bit like you for a change, Kaya. I'm like, it weren't that <laughs> much of a bad performance for Conor Ben, right? The big problem we've got here with Conor Ben is that. The PR, the way he's being built, the monster crushing it in the gym. I'm yeah, gonna knock you out. I'm gonna smash your face in. This the power and all that. So he gets in the ring, just fucking head hunting. So all he's doing is head hunting. And like I thought, his yeah. speed of going in. I thought like some of the combinations he was getting off. It looked really good. The the, the jabs. His jab is unbelievable. Conor Ben's jab to the head, to the body. But there was no like variation. There was no adjustments. Like. Uh, Dobson just kept doing the same thing and it was effective and it was like, I knew within the first four rounds, I thought, this guy to points. He ain't got an answer for it. I thought like, every time he kept dipping down to the right, where was that shovel hook? Where was that left uppercut or hook to come up and hit him? But it just didn't seem like it was there. And it was like, the whole twelve round, and there's another view of Conor Ben, like his gas tank, I think is amazing. Like, he's just doing the same sort of thing towards the end. But yeah, there was no, it yeah. was all emotion and like, pretty teeth and uh, going in there. That ain't the way you know you fucking fight. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, so I don't think it was a one-paced, when it, John? But when you look at remember when he fought Sebastian Formella in that round, in that fight, mm. he went in there and fought him, and he wasn't fighting like that. He went in there to show everyone, I'm not just a puncher. I can go in and I can, you know, I can box. I can outbox this guy over twelve rounds. I think. <clears throat> Formella went the distance with uh, Sean Porter, didn't he? And uh, he went in there and he boxed his head off. And that was the first time I ever looked at Conor Ben. and thought, fuck me, he can actually box as well. He's a decent boxer. But then since then, this monster... Granados, Jordan, Adrian Granados. Yeah, like like he, he can box. But so I feel like going forward, this not, it's not a stigma, but this um, monster that he, he's saying that he is... If you are going to go in the ring and think you are going to take everyone's head off, like you are going to get battered and taken to school. Because let me tell, you, I think Josh Kelly plays with him. I felt like there was times where he's going in and he's just staying in, and he's there to be hit because that Dobson weren't good enough; he couldn't really hit him. Going back in straight lines with his head wide open, and any other fighter better than Dobson, <coughs> they'll throw a faint as you like flick back. They're just going to put it on you. Just go in, and then you know if you are going back with your head up, wide up in the air, they're going to take you out. But my 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 thing is this with Conor Ben is that no one likes someone that is ducking and diving, and I feel like there is a way in boxing that everybody likes, and that's go and clean out the domestic level, win the British title, win the Commonwealth, win the European, and go the proper route. What like Dan Aziz had done, everyone like was high on Dan Aziz, right? We're going to get all to that in a minute. I think where Conor Ben ain't done that, and all these fights, catchweight going up to fight Chris Eubank... Adrian Bron- Broner like digging him up and like all these fights and that. And then oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I think the main boxing fans are just like, Oh, for fuck's sake, like just give me a proper fight. So I want to see th- his next fight has to be a proper fight for me. Yeah. It has
0: to be. I think for me, because he's kind of gone around that kind of British, British title scene and European title scene, we haven't seen him go up the levels have we? and, if you want to think about it this way, I suppose who's his best opponent that he's been in with? Vargas? Yeah. So he hasn't really gone up to them. No, but them this, levels, is,
2: yeah. this is what I'm... Let me unload this clip. This is what I'm trying to say to you. I don't think, and I don't think, I'll speak for Kai as well, I don't think Dobson's a great fighter, but I also don't think Conor Benn is. And what I'm trying to say to you is that what people are sick of is all these different fights that catch weight. And, like Kai just outlined like, some of the, the the fighters he'd fought and the knockouts that they've been involved in. So it's like... How good is Conor Ben? Or well, he's been match made perfectly with all these fighters that are coming towards the end of the career. As you say, Vargas, he'd been knocked out four times. So it's almost like an illusion what you're watching. But when you look at a fighter that's gone out a British, uh, won a British title, you're like, fucking mm. hell. Like, let's see who wins that award in V. Fraser Clark. You think, right, that, that tells you a lot. I know that's. Is that for the British title? But you know what I'm saying? You know, you see like a British title fight, you see a European title, you think, right, now he's ready. Then all of a sudden, Josh Kelly steps up, fights Avanisian. I think that was for the European title. Got found out. (coughs) Oh, right, you're not quite at that level. We don't know any of this for Conor Ben. Then in the background, you fail two drugs tests, then you get cleared by UCAD. But everyone out there just wanted to know, why did you... Failed the drug test. Can you just let us know? Was it the eggs? Yeah. Was it wild boar meat? Whatever the fuck it was, people just wanted to know the answer to that, and they never brought out. The evidence for that, and in I said last week, it's a good point, Simon Jordan, who's uber-critical of, you know, Conor Benn, Matchroom, and the whole way it's been dealt with, he said he sat down with Conor Ben in the Dorchester and said, you know what, he made some really good points, and I hope it comes out in the wash. So it's like whatever it is they've got, whatever evidence is, if they just threw that out in the public domain, I think it would squash all of this stuff on Twitter and social media, what their opinions of Conor Ben
0: And that fight there is exactly the name that I think he should be in with next. And it will tell us everything we need to know. Avenesian, I like the Josh Kelly fight as well, him? but Avenesian on the basis that he beat Josh Kelly, I want to see him in there with, with Avenesian. You're talking about Haney's, you're talking about Javante Davis, you're talking about Adrian Broner. I'm not interested in Adrian Broner. you will smash into pieces, but... You he won't, won't beat win ha- a round you, off Haney. Haney. Yeah, Conor Ben won't beat Haney. I don't think he beats Tank. Yeah, exactly. I need to see him in there with Avenician and that'll tell me everything I need to know.
1: He's trying to fight Spence as well. Fucking Just hell. delusional. No. You're not ready for Errol Spence. You're not ready for these Do type Do you think of he's got a lot of
2: yes-men around him, though? Do you think he believes this? Yeah, of course. Do you think Tony Sims he believes he that he can beat Haney?
0: I don't know, mate. I would like... Look, I'd like to think people are in his ear role. Well, they've got an advantage in terms of weight, haven't they? But yeah, maybe they're relying on power. Maybe they think Haney's never been at that weight, and he won't be able to take the power. Javante Davis,
2: you him. heard it. Here. I think this right. Javante Davis plays possum, and he just walks him onto site and just cleans him completely out. It's what he does. But, but listen, listen. Yeah, I want to just say this though. Like, I'm not trying
1: to justify the two failed drugs test by what I said earlier on. Like, a lot of people are saying he's lost his power. But you just got to look at his record. I know Adi Oladipo mentioned it. I watch Adi's videos. I think he's brilliant as well. He mentioned it on one of his videos. Said he don't knock out everybody. If you look at his record, he doesn't. He didn't knock out for Miller. He didn't knock out Granados. Granados ran around the ring a little bit. Didn't knock out, uh, you know, Orozco who was
2: juiced up. Didn't knock out Dobson. So, yeah. But what... Uh, what I'll say is this: is that as I say that I, with kind of Ben, I feel like it's a little bit of a circus at the moment with the type of fights that he's having, and I just hope now it ain't Adrian Broner. I, I like I, I yeah. want to see a proper legit test, like you know, like Cabelascas, Avenitian, like like the Barrios fight. If he fights Barrios, I'm not like don't bother me that much. I just want to see him fight a welterweight fighter like Eddie Earn seems to be begging Chris Eubank Jr. like. Just, what's going on there? Yeah, that's it's a bit much. Have you ever a seen a promoter, much, like, beg yeah, a fighter yeah, to like fight his fighter. Like I've never that. seen that as, as much. It's obviously, there's a lot of money on the table there, and they've built it so much. But I don't know. I just want to see Conor Ben fight a legit welterweight, where if he beats him, I go, oh, well, I, that's where I rate Conor Ben at the moment. But at the minute, I don't really know where to put him, because I ain't seen him in legit tests. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's hard to know what to do next.
0: Yeah. Avenesian, and it? Avanesian or Josh Kelly, and then we'll know. But uh, anyway, moving on to um, the undercard of that, we'll just uh, we'll just uh, skim through it a little bit. But yeah, I thought um, Austin Williams, he looked fucking blind. Yeah, he looked absolutely blind. Yeah, he's a
1: he? he's a problem at the middleweight in he's the middleweight division. He's so a problem for uh,
0: Khalil Co. Yeah, yeah, he's good. They're man. all
1: good, mate. He's, he's good. got a good little roster over there in in, in the states he's got a, he's picked up a re, signed a really good bunch of fighters um Eddie Ianez so yeah
0: and uh big future for those guys and of course the Romford bowl a stellar performance i wish it had gone on a little bit longer i know the guy would have been knocked out i'm not saying it would have been a good thing had it gone on longer however i wanted to see it go on longer purely because and again it's not the right thing to have happened but because of what David Adelaide did to him I think Johnny was about to do the same. And it would have just made the narrative just a tiny bit better for me. But anyway, he got the knockout within one round. And uh and yeah, he, he I mean, he don't tell us much because we only had fucking two minutes to look at him, but still he looked good. And um what do you reckon? One more fight and then David Adelaide, or are we going straight into David Adelaide? Next. 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 We next in yeah, it.
1: Yeah,
0: five
1: V five. He's headlining on April the thirteenth. Apparently, Johnny Fisher. We've got um, to go, um, we? which is going to
0: be we great. We've got
2: to go, man. I really, I really oh, want to go. Love to go. I love the yeah, rumbles
0: of the uh, Royal Lab Oh, isn't
2: it? That's even me,
0: better. Mate. That's even better.
2: You wanted to wear a suit last week, Kyle. There you go, son. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know about suit, but
0: yeah, yeah. a little
1: blazer, maybe.
0: Oh, so if he's if he's headlining on April the 13th, that's not going to be David Adelaide, then is it?
1: No, nah, no. Okay, nah.
0: so it'll be probably October. I- I'm okay with one more for Johnny because he ain't done many rounds. To be fair, yeah, but you can go
1: April Unc, April thirteenth, June the first. They're talking about doing the five v five. So April, one more, give him a bit more of an you know a bit more of a test. If he only does two
2: rounds there, he's he ready to go in June. I-, I was in, oh, I was impressed. Yeah. I feel like he's got you know like I think the first time I see Johnny Fisher was definitely a bit raw and up like, falling in on his punches and sometimes you know like. A novice, they don't have their feet under them when they're throwing punches and that. They get a bit excited. But I'm telling you, his feet were planted. I thought his movement was well, like moving in. And I'm telling you now, well, I ain't just saying it right because he's coming his saying, I'm telling you now, his right hand is fucking accurate, boy. It's like a pistol. He couldn't yeah. move. The like, way he was swinging that right hand, like behind the guard, just found a home for it every time. So he's got super accurate um, backhand. So... Yeah, mate. I'm on the train, mate. He's got
0: power as well. He's got power, man. I know he's still a novice in a way because he didn't get the amateur background, but he's blessed with power. And when you you look at the fucking, you look at their faces, everyone he's fought, you look at their faces when they're getting one in the body, they're like fucking, oh, I feel like they're fucking taking a shit. It looks like they're in severe pain. So, um, Brilliant. And you know what you said
1: there, Runk, about him not having an amateur background? I think sometimes that's a good thing for a pro fighter. They pick up different habits as an amateur, point scoring. Johnny just wants to get in there and take your head, clean off your shoulders. And I thought we could have finished it earlier, even though I finished in the first round. He was just hitting him hard, weren't he, in that first round, just putting everything into all the shots. And I think he stepped off. There was a little moment where he stepped off. He wanted to show us a little bit of sort of defensive... Uh, movement as well. He stepped off, showed a bit of good head movement, this distance control. And then when he stepped on the gas again, I thought his shot variation massively improved from what I'd seen pre- uh, previous to that. So obviously doing the work in the gym, stay with Mark Tibbs. Don't even think about me leaving Mark Tibbs. That's a match made in heaven there. And uh, some of these, you say the right hand, John, he's left up to the body as well from, from mid range. I thought was vicious. It's both. He's hard. With both hands. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, he's a problem for anyone in a, uh, domestically over here. I include Fabio Wardley in that as well, by the way. Yeah. I think he's a problem for anyone. They
0: sparred a lot of rounds them too, so they'll know each other yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my the
2: British, the British heavyweight scene is alive and kicking. It's say, like, we sat on this channel and that it don't matter if you fucking lose. Do you come to fight? Do you entertain the fans? And be interested to see what happens with Fabio Wardley, Fraser Clark. As you say, the loser of that, he's got options. David Adelaide, he lost to Fabio Wardley. He's got options. You say, uh, Moses Atoma, Johnny Fisher. Solomon yeah, Dakers yeah, just, is floating about as well. Fighting each other. It's, like, it's loads of good little British dust-ups mm. there.
0: Do you know, it would have been a good fight for Johnny Next. But I think he's serving a drug ban. That's Sokolowski.
2: Yeah, see, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That would have been a sort of, um, just a stepping stone, wouldn't it? I'm sure he'd have won. But he would have uh, given him some good experience anyway. And yet again, maybe a gourmet. maybe an Nathan Gorman. They did
1: mention Adelaide in the ring though afterwards.
0: Like, yeah,
1: I think that's going to happen. Everyone's up, talking about
0: it. So time. yeah, I mean, it's 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 brilliant isn't it? it's perfect. It's like back to the old Joshua Dillian White sort of time, isn't it? And, look, like,
2: and let's be real. Like, he needs to fight someone. That's, like, there's a threat coming back. that's going to have to make him think yeah. before he throws, and that. So, like, let's like jump out of that fantasy world, and then you know exactly oh, where you oh, are no, with Johnny Fisher, of- but. Yeah, I am I'm all on board,
0: mate. Bosh. We're all on board the ball train. Right then, let's go over to Buatzi Aziz and I'm going to do this arse upwards. Ben Whittaker. Yeah, boy. Get in there, my boy. I'm on the train. I'm on the train. (laughs) I fucking love the cunt. He is blinding. (laughs) I was pissing me pants. (laughs) Pissing me oh, pants mate. and thing I was. I uh, oh, fucking love it, Carl. You got a snooty like old look on your face. <laughs> you can't deal with it, bruv, can you? <laughs> you're like the supply teacher who's got a fucking student in front of him dancing about. You're thinking, "Will you fuck off, Ben?" Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Do you not. Know you two are. You two are like
1: you're in school and you get some cocky kid in the classroom and you're just like looking up at him yeah. with adoring eyes. I'm exactly like he's acting that. a fool. Yeah. That's how you are. And then oh, you're in exactly the background like that and the skis, is out there, you know, at the front, acting a complete four. And you're just loving it. Yeah, oh, that's fucking it. I
0: fucking love it. Cheerleaders. Viral clips, boy. Viral. What is the ref? What, what is the ref doing? Getting involved in it though. You're going to say, Kyle, <laughs> you, Kyle you're going to say, oh, I think the ref should have fucking stepped in sooner. I disagree, <laughs> man. Why is the ref getting involved in that? Like, like, what, what's wrong? Surely, I don't get why he's getting involved. Go on, you lot have your say, because I'm... <laughs> I'm I'll really just so. say, I just look, like, in terms of Ben
2: Whitaker, i say this. He's, he's unbelievable. He's, I, I, like, you can only say what you see, right? What I'm going to do is this. I'm going to separate the fact that he battered a 41-year-old farmer, right? <laughs> I'm going to separate that.
0: A 41-year-old farmer that, that, went, that went all the way with Dan Aziz. Right, okay,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to separate that, right? The Thing is, this I did just actually say this you know, oh trying to when you're fighting someone and there's no threat about what's coming back, he was smaller, smaller reach, he could read him, everything was telegraphed. Like the geezer ain't got no power, he's 41. Like, so pull that to one side. All this is, is I'm building my profile, I want everybody to know who I am and enjoy me go <laughs> to work and create art. The way he moves around the ring. It, that's what art. it is, the way he moves Fucking around the hell ring. Hell, on his left side, art. on his right side, the way he throws, his hooks, yeah. his straight punches, Fucking his hell. movement, like, everything he does in there Pirouettes. is unbelievable. For his height, his size, the power that he's got, he's, I'm telling you now, right, if he can hold a shot, right, and he's gas tank, and he's got a gas tank, he's, win, he's winning multiple world titles, multiple, multiple world titles. You don't think you're getting a bit of uh, I know shots, what I mate. see. I, I'd say, he might be, if he's yeah. and he can't oh, hold a shot. I'm on the train. He'll get fanned out. I heard Peter Fury the other day saying, defensively, you know, he goes back with his head up in the air, in Like sometimes in straight lines. He'll get fanned out if he does that at the top level. But at the, he's not at the top level. So I think just enjoy it, because he, he's just trying to build not his not at any fight. level. It's not at any level. He's fighting bin men. What are
1: you talking about? He's not a bin man, he's a farmer. Oh, you sort of getting way too carried away. Oh, a farmer then. <laughs> Fucking hell. Boat driver. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't know. Boat he's rider, next <laughs> circus act so you think like all that's art hopping on one leg and doing pirouettes
0: right, and this fucking is fucking entertainment salkos. sport. this is an entertainment sport right, Actually, you not know, like, entertainment. this is the thing right the we know about fighters
2: can... that don't say nothing got no character and all yeah, that it's, it's it. fucking yeah. gone viral we've got basketball players fucking retweeting this shit all
1: right, I can go viral and all I can go out in the street pull a Mooney and get my fucking son to film it, stick it on TikTok. That'll go viral. Okay. Right. Exactly. All, right,
0: all right, Kyle, I've got to stop you there. So what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Ben Whittaker? Okay, he fought, he fought a farmer. All right, but do you, if you put him in there with someone of, say, British British scene, do you want to watch Ben Whittaker in there with someone British scene and doing all them showboating, dancing about, making if a twight of himself? Hold against- on, hold on. Do you want to watch that? Do you want to watch Ben Whittaker, as I said, British scene, or do you want to watch... Um, I don't know. Give me a boring fight.
2: Be, you oh, I'll watch. give you a boring <laughs> fight. Sahara Davies.
0: Shakur Stevenson
1: versus fucking Peter Dobson. I know. What there you mean. go. Yeah,
0: go on. There you go. Well, there you go. What do you want to watch?
1: All right. So listen. So all right. Everyone's look. Everyone's getting a bit carried away, in my opinion. Oh, Let well. me just say this, right? Ben Whitaker is an incredible fighter. Right? Silver is That question. No, I will. I'll come back to a the question. Politician, boy. what was the question
0: again? <laughs> I said, do you want to He's watch like... Ben Whittaker flashing about in a British scene fight, or do you want to watch uh, Peter and versus Shakur I don't,
1: and... Let me let me say what I'm going to say, and the the answer to your question will be in with what I'm oh, saying. It sounds right? like fucking
2: Richard fuck... Sunak, like this geezer man. <laughs> right, it
0: will be. The answer <laughs> will be in there. Hancock. The the. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: take away the hand, yeah. <laughs> Okay, no. all right. So, look, the ring walk starts, and I'm like, all right, there's no ballerinas, there's no poll voters. I'm in, right? He's got the rapper there, and he's dancing along with him. I'm thinking, this is good. It's toned down a bit, right? Gets in the ring. It's not too much so far. Gets in the ring, looks a million dollars. You know, as we say, brilliant fighter, silver medalist, all that. I'll come to all that. The fight starts. He's got his hands up, he's got his guard up. I'm thinking, all right, he's showing a bit of respect. He's landing his shots, and he's slipping and sliding, and Showing his incredible box, boxing skills to the world. So I'm all in. I'm thinking, right, he's taken everyone's advice. He's listened to the powers that be. He's gone on social media. He's thinking, you know what? I want to be adored by the fans. I don't want to be the most hated boxer out there. Because at the moment, you go on social media, 95% of people want to see him flattened. And that's... I, I, don't. I don't care what you what you say. Yeah, I know you don't, because you're always the fucking minority. Right? <laughs> Minorityist, boy. <laughs> for me you can do this career be flash and be a showman but you don't have to do what you're doing and midway through the second round right he slipped the shot and he'd done this pirouette on his feet <laughs> like, just spun around for nothing there's no one near him right the referee's gone oh don't do that firstly you're not supposed yeah, to turn well, your he back swung on a a so the back of his head. that's an it?
2: offense
1: yeah. that's that's yeah, offense yeah, okay. you're not allowed to slap Fighters on the top of their head, that like he's a little boy. Funny, you know that? what, a fair, no know what's great? That's really? what I love. Like, you, you know, you, you know, know
2: when laughing? you're having what's a party. No no. no, no, on Fucking hell, mate. You know he is. You know when you're having a party and and the neighbour knocks you on your door. Can you fucking keep it down in there? That's fucking you, mate. Party That's not way. me. Just let me finish.
1: Let me finish. Right. So what he was doing in the first two rounds for me, the showboating comes by your boxing skill. Lower your hands like Muhammad Ali did in the corner against that, that heavyweight. I can't remember his name. And he like he's wiggling his hips and he's avoiding all the shots. He was doing that. He was showing his showing his skills. He was showboating through his boxing skill, not hopping on one leg. Jumping up and down and doing fucking triple cherry loops. It's a in new the air age. It's new things. things. Open has right, be like, done. It's not new. No. And then oh, people draw comparisons to Nassim, right, with this whole thing. I'm telling you, Nassim was nothing like that. They didn't no, he was do all fucking that. worse. Fucking spinning around and. No, nah, no, nah, he didn't. Go watch Nassim's fights. He used to embarrass you with his boxing skill. He used to make you miss in the pocket like the fucking Matrix. Then he'd make you pay and then he'd wiggle his hips. Like there's a way to do this. He did do a bit what you're of that doing bitch. by hopping on one leg, bit. he don't like what he was doing in the first two rounds. I was thinking, yes, this is it. Now you've hit the Goldilocks conditions, but then he just fucking
2: ruined it in the last fucking All right, look, back look, end of it. And I was look, like, like, okay, we <laughs> <logistics laughs> This is the real nuts and bolts of it, though. Is I love it. who the f- who do they match him with now? Who do they match him with? Because I don't want to see him against another 41 year old farmer. He needs to be. He, he, they well, are they going to keep no, doing he's it, NA, to, John? He's got to go he's, in there with someone now, someone. But he's boxer's fucking thing now. He's he's the one sending
1: all the audience to boxer. No one else is the main event. Like we'll talk about that. That was a brilliant fight, by the way. But he's the one that they're relying on. So they're going to keep feeding him this fucking these shitty fighters in order to build his profile, build build his record. And he even said afterwards, I was fighting the ref more than him. To just get in there and fucking fight, showboat a little bit, and get out. All right. All right, I'll throw a over to you. Two, <laughs> wait. There are two markets here, right? There are massive markets, right? There are... Are you going to be adored by the fans? Are you loved like you were when you come out of the Olympics, you won a silver medal, and the whole fucking country was behind you? Massive market. Or are you going to be the other one, where you're the pantomime villain, and everyone wants to see you get chinned? Huge market. But for me... I can't, I can't imagine that a world where an Olympian with a silver medal wants to go down that road. I think he's doing it wrong. I think he's going to harm his brand. I think down the line, who's going to want to buy his t shirt if everyone wants to see him get oh, chin? Oh like, I can I say something? Let me, say, let me respond honest, to that point,
2: right? Did Anthony Joshua do it? Because it was comparisons, that, like at the Olympics, that. Like, did Anthony Joshua come out and do it the right way? 100%. Well, they Got can't the... win then, because everybody is he, split down the middle. Some people like Anthony Joshua, some people don't. So it don't matter what you do. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Look at all the endorsements, John. He was on he'll TV loads, every two minutes. He'll get minutes, endorsements, links, fucking
1: You think they yeah. You yeah. think all the, all the yeah. brands when it's endorsing drop he that? Ain't, mate. He... You ain't watching social media then. He's, it's toxic nah, on there about him. Mate, Everyone, It's not
2: toxic him. on there, man. Ah, uh, you're fucking delusional, right. son. I'll give you delusion. a name. I'm all over it. I uh, this is who I think you should fight next. How about a Shaq and Pitters? About that fight.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say that. Or what about Shaq and Pitters or Carol Toomer?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he goes up the levels and does that, I might I might change my tune a little bit. Do you bit. know what? He he
0: does I that. Feel to like, the pair of them. I bet you he does. I bet you he does. does I bet you any them. money now every fight we see of him Is gonna i do bet it? he's doing that showboating cuz he he started, then- he started a little he started a little not a trend but he started a little fire people are talking about him so he's just going to keep on doing it he's going to make a fortune yeah and he's getting people talking about him he's entertaining some people love it some people hate it but even if he did no showboating people would still love him people would still hate him but he's going to get untold opportunities out of this he is just is. He's a star and possible superstar. I think he's brilliant. He's brilliant. I there's, no, watch there's no it.
1: denying his skill set. There's I know no yeah. look,
2: look, I'm, I'm with you, but I say no denying, denying it, He's a fucking
1: a incredible fighter. Year old
2: farmer that he's doing it to. It's like I know what you're saying. I feel your pain, bro. That's like me going
1: to my son's school and going to an 11 year old. Come and come and then, son. <laughs> and then just dancing <laughs> around him and giving him a couple of slaps. That's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> or picking up down to the old nurse's home round the corner and picking an eighty-year-old to come out and giving him a few slaps. It's the same thing. Like, Levels. These people are not on you your level. Like if you're going to showboat, as I say, use your reflexes and skill set to showboat. Wiggle your hips a little
2: bit, but all the other stuff, sorry, ain't for me. It mate. just it's needs that they need to just match him with someone that can hold a shot can, you know, slip a few shots, ain't going to react to every fucking muscle fibre that twitches uh, from Ben Whitaker. Someone who's going to actually put it on him. They just need to match him right. But, like, you know, you've got Lyndon Arthur there. Like, let's see if he can do that to Lyndon Arthur. Do you know what I mean? Look, there's there's fighters there that that he can fight in in that scene. Shall we segue into Adam Azim now? Go on. Let me say about Adam Azim, because I'm watching Adam Azim, and he segues into it beautifully. Because I'm remember last week I said, just not excited about him. Four rounds in, I'm like, I know exactly why I'm not excited about you, man. It's just so frustrating to watch. It's this Shane McGuigan style. And if he's not careful, he's sitting there, great feet, great reflexes. As soon as that Poulsen stepped in, bang, he's out of range one. Out of range one. Maybe a one-two. So all he threw was ones and ones-twos. There was no really close the distance, getting in there, throwing combinations. Well, there you go, I know. You? So it's just like, I'm watching he need, him. He
0: needs to start, no, there you go, he needs to start pirouetting, doesn't
2: he? <laughs> yeah. Triple, triple no, But like, <laughs> if, if, on a serious note, if Adam Azim is not careful, he's going to turn into the Shaka Stevenson of the UK. He really is. And I'm not, I'm, oh, I'm throwing it, it down now. listen, Boxing's all about opinions. All, <laughs> boxing is all about opinions, right? And I'm entitled to my opinion, but I'm going to stick my stake in the ground. You crack gonna on, bro. I'm going to stick my stake in you the ground, on, and I'm going to say now, Adam Azim is not the guy. He ain't the guy. They're high on him over at Sky Sports, and I, I know everyone is eye on him. I'm what I'm seeing. I just see I see a few little mistakes there going in, leaving his head there. If that pulse had a pulse, right? He would have caught Azim clean a few times. He didn't. Don't go in there and enough combinations. You're sitting on the outside, ones, twos, counter-punching. Bore me fucking later, man. Anyway, so I'm not high on Adam Azim, and I don't think he's the guy. I what, think Dawson Smith um, beats
0: him. I really do. What do you think about the celebration? Because if you're going to have a go at Ben Whitaker for doing all this fucking stupid... Fair enough. All this stupid stuff, and then Adam Azim when his opponent loses by putting his shoulder out... He's I don't fucking, think he knew...
2: I think he came out and apologized Whoa. after. One thing I like when he,
0: oh, did he? he? Okay,
2: on, oh, fair enough. I was about to say that. Yeah, he did. He said he didn't know. He sat on the apron after, and he said, "They said like oh, about how do you think the fight went?" And he goes, "To be honest with you, I've had harder spars." I thought that was quite good. Like, that's was a little bit controversial. I think we need a bit more of that. Uh, I mean, most people probably wouldn't like that, but I quite liked it. So, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on his style. I'm not sold on the whole machine behind Adam Azim at the moment. I need more. I need more combinations. I need someone to get in there and unload your clip, unload your punches. But listen, I've got to say, I've
1: got to say, I disagree um, with what you said there because if you looked at the face-off as well, he's going, he's going to Paul, and he's going, I'm going, I'm going to hit you there, and I'm going to hit you there, I'm going to clean you out there or there. He's got a bit of trash talking about him. I think he gets it. I think he's young and he's working on it. Um, So I'm I'm not giving up hope on Adam, Adam Azim at all. I'm, I'm not, I feel like there's a, there's a lot to like there. There's a lot to work with He's young European champion. And, um, I th- I don't think, I thought Paulson Shit. was what well, didn't really come Shit. to fight. Just didn't really it. come to fight. Shit. And I feel like, no, he wasn't great, but you know, you could tell he was, he, he was schooled. He'd been boxing. They said it on the commentary, he'd been boxing since he was fucking four or something like that. So he definitely knew what he was doing in there. And, um, I'm going to save the rest of what I'm going to say to what we do. The, uh, the Mick Hennessy
0: section. Okay. Buhatsi Aziz. How anyone thought Dan Aziz would win that fight is fucking beyond me.
1: <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking melt. Uh, all right. All right. Let me go first then because I did pick Dan Aziz. Um, I thought he fought the wrong fight. I thought he was too slow to start. I thought when he did get into trade-offs, I thought it was, it was interesting. It's just that weren't enough of it. He was, he was waiting too long and he was letting Boazzi go first a lot in the exchanges. You know, you get these moments in fights. Am I going to go first? Am I going to slip and counter? And I feel like, that, you know, he just didn't... He just. I think he's going to wake up the next day and regret a few things, Dan Aziz, in terms of how he performed. Because up to six rounds, I gave him two, possibly three rounds. I thought he was pretty close. And then back end of the fight, Boatsy just walked away with it. But he just fought the wrong fight at mid-range. He was just not as good. He's not as quick, and um, he weren't listening to Buddy McGirt in the corner as well. Thought the instructions were spot on by Buddy McGirt, and I feel like he's going to have a few regrets when he wakes up, Dan, Aziz. because I think he could have made that more competitive if he would have just if he would have just stepped on it a bit more. I know he's probably trying to preserve his gas tank going into the latter latter stages of the fight, but there were just too too many moments where he just he was still and he weren't doing much. And I think that's what cost him the fight eventually. Essentially cost him the fight. But Boatsy was good as well. So you've got got to give credit to Boatsy. And you know what? I will say this and I'll leave it. And you two can say what you want. You can dig me out. I know a lot of the viewers are probably in it or listeners are going to dig me out as well for picking Aziz. But I mean, I wasn't the only one. A lot of people picked Aziz. But I think both of these gentlemen, credit to the sport. How many men out there have got fucking degrees for a start? I think Johnny Fisher's got one. But how many other fighters... Have chose this when they could have gone down a professional route in their in their lives and earned money in a different way. Complete credit to the sport, the way they the way they embraced each other at the end, telling them they love each other and all that because that's what this sport does. You know, you, you, you're you're naked and bare in that ring. Uh, anything you feel or or any emotions going through your body, man, that just all comes out at the end. So yeah,
2: I, I think both of them are big big credit to the sport. Johnny B? Going on about the degree, Aziz started fighting at university, which is fucking amazing. It's Madness. Ad, it's crazy, crazy yeah. story. Yeah, I, like, I looked at it like this. I was watching the fight and I thought, at times, I thought this just looks like a sparring session. That's what it looked to me. And um, I feel that Bawatsi's a level above Aziz, and I think that showed throughout the whole fight. I just think that, I even think that he was in fourth gear, Bwatsi, if I'll be honest with you, I think there's another gear in Bwatsi, and I think because it's his mate, I thought he didn't really want to go for the kill, and uh, you could see that in the last round, yeah. where I think he had him wobbled a yeah. little bit, in the last well 30 spotted. seconds, he didn't really put his foot down, and I think throughout the fight, I mean, there's a lot of hands gestures, like, come on, let's go, and all that, but, like, don't get me wrong, they're both in there to win the fight, but, you know, that weren't like you know, a vicious fight where someone's trying to take someone's head off. And I think Boatze's got that in him. So I think there's a bit of a, a matey uh, fight going on there. But I agree. Look, both credit to the sport. Um, and ultimately, I mean, it's left me with questions with Boatze because I think he is that guy. I am quite high on Boatsy in myself. I, I like what I see, but I don't know. Has he got the power? don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Does he beat Caner Smith? Does he beat Anthony Yard? I don't know. He definitely don't. To be a, yard beats definitely them both. don't beat Bivol. But um there's a few little question marks there. And it goes back to the, as he had that fight, Is it, where's that fight where you know exactly where Buatsi is? And that fight, we need to have that fight next. But guess what? We ain't going to get the Yard fight next because Yard's going to be involved in the uh, 5v5 in Saudi, right? So that's, that's Yard done. He's out of the equation. So there's going to be one more fight before he gets to Yard, which might be at Christmas, right? Who's that going to be? Now, I was looking through the rankings. Callum Smith's probably going to be tied up with Anthony Yard if they get that fight on. Bivol's going to be tied up with Betabiev. So, there's a guy there called Grostic right? He's only lost one fight. He, he lost that fight to Betabiev. He was out of the ring for a couple of years. He's been back now. He's had a couple of fights. Unbelievable amateur record. He's a puck of fire. I think he's ranked like four or something like that in
0: uh, or
2: two in one of the governing bodies. So, I think they might put that fight. And if they do that fight i I'll, I'll be happy with that. But anyone else, I ain't really happy. I want to see him actually in a meaningful fight. As for Aziz, before I hand it over, the perfect fight for Dan Aziz, not Ben Whittaker, don't want to see that. Dan Aziz be Lyndon Arthur. That's the next fight for that boy. I think he deserves another big fight. And then the winner of Lyndon Arthur and Dan Aziz, you're back in there. There's all these light heavyweights flying around. So all in all, I thought it was a great show as well. I thought it was a great show they did there.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, John. I really do. Um... I thought he looked good, Buatzi, and uh, he ha- he took the fight as I thought he would take it, and he was keeping Aziz at bay. He was keeping him at some range, but I thought he looked quite spiteful in there as well. Big fudding shots, and um, yeah, it was good to see. It was everything I expected going forward. Is it enough in that fight, what he produced there, to take on the very big boys, the Bivels of this world? Probably not. Um, but you're right; he did back off a little bit in the last round as well. So uh, maybe there is more in the tank. Um, and I was also impressed that he was as good as he was with the shit show that he's been up against for the past yeah. couple of years, with all that mm. Mazamajid stuff. Eddie Earn. I predicted that it would have an effect on him, but it didn't look like it did at all. So he's obviously put that to the back of his mind, and he was, um, yeah, he was spot on in terms of uh, his head in the game. So uh, fair play to him. I thought it was a very good performance. So would you reckon boys you've got one
1: fight left with Boxer. What does he do after this? Does he stay with Boxer or does he go go maybe go over to Queensbury? I don't think Eddie's going to have him back and try and get him get involved with with the double excellent turkey, the savior of boxing himself. What does he do?
0: Well, yeah, he doesn't go back to Matchroom. I think that that is severely severed that tie there. Possibly goes to Queensbury, possibly. But Maybe he feels like he's got a good thing going on at Sky. And now that, um, you know, you've got got? Billum Smith is basically the face of Sky Sports Boxing, isn't he? Now, because it was supposed to be a Coley. A Coley's out the window. So in a way, another really stellar performance from Buatzi, and he becomes the face of boxing. So he's king of the roost, isn't he? So why would he go over to Queensbury and then be in amongst the pack? The only It all depends on if he thinks that Ben Shalom can, at the end of the day, get him the fights that he wants to have.
1: He's a, He just won the final eliminator, so that's going to get called after the, the undisputed yeah. fight. So regardless of who he fights with, maybe he stays put and Sky Sports stick it on a pay-per-view event and that's how he gets his money. It's got to be it. It's got to be it, it was a it?
2: great event. It, it looked great on the TV. It was a great event. I thought the crowd, like the, the South London Massive were there, like the crowds were, were good. And uh, I mean, yeah, why, why would he go anywhere else? I mean, if they can get him the big fights, as you say, I think, I think. Bawack, I said it in the last show, I think Bawatsi's calculated. I think he knows he ain't beating Betubb. I think he knows he ain't beating Bivol. And I think he's just thought, you know what? Let them two duke it out let them retire. And then what's my competition when they retire? I think he's just sat tight there. I really do think that's his play. And I think once them two go, he's in amongst it. He could win a world title. He could be in some amazing fights. He could spearhead Sky Sports over there. He really could. Yeah. Oh,
1: is that, is that Johnny B giving Ben yeah. Shaw a
2: bit of fucking credit over there, son? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Am I hallucinating right now. And I'll say It's that yet again, No, I just said it a minute ago he needs to be in a meaningful fight. Well, name me the meaningful fight he's been in. So how can you be the face of Sky yeah. Sports we you in a meaningful yeah. fight? Because if you are... No, but that's what I'm saying. That Vlasov fight fell through. That was that was the kick yeah. killer.
1: When he was going to fight Vlasov. time to go.
2: You've had all yeah. these fights now. As you say, this is the time to go now. But what they're going to say, is, it happens all the time, Boxy. Oh, these two are tired up. We can't do that. He's over there, blah, blah. Around the top. right? We're going to have to fight this. Well, that Vostick's there. If you go and beat him, You've got my respect because that geezer can fight. He's a really good fighter.
0: Okay. So uh as well. It was a very good event. It was a very good show by Sky. Fair play. Credit. Where credit is due. And we got announced Wardley versus Clark. About fucking time sure. as well. So early prediction boys and uh and as a whole, what are we saying on the Ben Shalom movements lately? Uh three British title fights. Being announced. Uh, he hasn't announced the rest of them yet, but we've got Wardley Clark. What do you reckon? Taylor Catchwell coming up, and then Billum Smith and Reactport is on the way as well. So, what are you thinking about Ben on these days, Johnny B? I'm thinking he's doing all right. I think he's doing all right. I mean, yeah. Well, do you know what he has? Yeah. He must have realized. Yeah, 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 that was through gritty teeth, wasn't it? He <laughs> that fucking hurt, didn't yeah. it? He's obviously realized. You know, realized... he's got a stress
1: ball in his right hand there. You can't see the old stress ball <laughs> and squeezing that shit. <laughs> I mean, like,
0: he's obviously he's realized. Right? He's obviously realized that they're absolutely killing it over in Saudi and the British scene is, you know, for the taking, isn't it? So he's trying to gobble it up. Do
2: you know what I think? I think this is that you pulled Fraser Clark out of the purse bids to fight Fabio Wardley because you didn't want that fight to go on the zone. So now we can all see, clear as day, it's because you wanted to get that fight on square. So now you've got what you wanted. And like this whole stuff with Akoli, you sort of tapped him up a little bit the face of boxing. But Watsi, now all of a sudden, Eddie Ernst suing you because of that. Like, I just think Turkey out of shake needs to maybe get Ben and Eddie in the room because it's no good for no one. Like, but when I Aziz, we're making the ring walks at the same time as Connor Ben and Dobson. Like, that ain't good for no one. Like, we've got to work together. Mm. Right? Even if you don't want to be best friends, like sure, there's business acumen in this where, look, guys, I'll rub your back, you'll rub my back. Let's do fights on different days. And that. it's better that we all get along here, surely, for the, for the good of boxing.
1: Yeah, but fucking look how long it took Frank and Eddie to fucking start getting along. Fra- Eddie and Ben are five years away from sitting down having a fucking beer and, what, and a handshake. Have and you ever paper. seen...
2: Tyson Fury looked like a naughty little school kid. Look at Turkey and the sitting next to him, like a naughty little school kid sitting there. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. He'd do that to any man. I'm telling you, he <laughs> could
1: It makes boxing dreams come true. Listen, I I thought it was, I thought it was free, really good fights. Unky made a brilliant point there. There's no one, every every all Frank and Eddie are now concentrating on the Saudi cards, right? Someone can come in now and and deliver us really good British shows, shows that we can all. Get dressed up, stick our whistles on and go and have a few beers and watch. Because, you know, the the <laughs> roster from Frank and Eddie here, right? It's not great, is it? It's oh, that's all right. A Dalton Smith's a paider. Yeah. I like that. But what, what Ben Shalom's come up with here, it's better. It's three much better headline fights. William Smith React Poor. I've already told you my thoughts on that. I think stops him. Um, Taylor Catchell is gonna be fucking epic. Really is when that, when that, do you reckon,
0: reckon it ahead. will be that one? Do you reckon the third one will be that one?
1: It's got to be, it's got to be. I think they're just starting their, Jonas starting their Price. Old contract now.
0: And, um, and I think, um,
1: Fabio Wardy versus uh, Fraser Clark is, is an excellent fight, a bit too soon for Fraser,
0: right? Predictions, then Kaya,
1: bring uh, it on. I think Fabio's too much for him. I think he's there's, uh, I think you know, as good as much as I like Fraser Clark, and I think he's uh. Good fighter, talks well. I think he's got a good career outside of boxing. I know that's disrespectful saying that. not supposed to come across like that, but he's not fought anybody yet, nobody. And when I have seen him fight, he's really underwhelmed me, to be honest with you. I just, I've not been impressed at all by anything he's done in a boxing ring. And this is what I'm basing it on. It's not on anything else. It's on what I've seen so far as a professional.
2: And Fabio, in my opinion, stops him. Johnny? Yeah, yeah. I sort of think the same. I sort of think the same thing. You I, I know what, though? When you see them come together for the head-to-head, the head, to head it was like the head and head. Like, how big is Fraser Clark compared to Fabio Wardley? He looked ginormous next to him. Um, yeah. I, I Do you know what? He's got, obviously, all that amateur background. He's sort of full, you know, under the big lights with all the pressure, you know, captain of the GB team and all that. So, I don't, if, if he can hold a shot, I mean, it will be interesting because he's going to know his way around the ring. And, um, you know, if it goes to points, then who knows? So, yeah, I think it might be. It all depends on can he hold a shot. That's what it comes down to. I've said this on here a million times. One of the most important things in boxing, if you fucking hold a shot and you know your way around the ring, you can slip a few shots and... Yeah, you're good at counter-punching that. Who knows, man? Who knows? But, yeah, in my head, it's heavyweight boxing. Does he just get to him like he got to Adelaide and then knock him out? He's demonstrated he's got the power, the one-punch power. So, yeah, I lean towards Fabio.
0: I do as well, yeah. Okay, so moving on to this weekend. Hamza Shiraz versus Liam Williams. An interesting fight, maybe a coming-of-age fight. It could be considered for Hamza Shiraz. And Anthony Yard will be on the undercard as well. A bit of Sam Noakes and Masood Abdullah. We love Masood over here. Uh, so, yes, boys, uh, Kyle, will come to you first. What do you think of the card? And, um, yeah, give us your thoughts as a whole, bruv Do
1: you know what? I actually feel like it's a, it's a decent card. I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, we had all the f- boxing last week. We had the, the zone and uh, Sky Sports to choose from. So we're over to TNT and, and Queensbury this week. And I like it. Good domestic fights. Do you know what I mean? Um, the the main event, I think, will deliver. I really do. I feel like when we saw Hamza Shiraz against Bradley Skeet, I think that type of fight is quite slippery. I think he will always struggle against. But I think Liam Williams is going to be there to be hit. He's going to be there to be hit. And Hamza Shiraz hits really, really hard. And um, I fear for Liam Williams in this fight, if I'm being honest with you. I can see him getting stopped in the middle rounds. I think he's just too brave, too game. and um, I think he's going to be walking onto shots. Good fighter, though, Liam Williams, but I just feel like his best days are behind yeah, him. Yeah, at his day, yeah. Again, with the utmost respect. So um, I, c- I can see Hamza stopping him in the middle rounds, but I do like the Sam Noakes-Sylvester um, fight. I'm, I'm really high on Sam Noakes, you know. I feel like out of the, the Frank Warren roster, I feel he's the one to keep an eye on uh, of all the uh, prospects that he's got. 12 fights, 12 wins, t- 12 KOs, And he's the WBC silver international champ. He's been that, he's held that WBC belt for three years. And I don't know if he pays Mauricio Sullivan any uh, fees for that, but I'm assuming there's some sort of cost to keep that belt. But you know, I was shocked to see, I looked at the ranking. He's not even fucking ranked. He's not ranked in the WBC, even though he's held a version of one of their belts for three years, which I find amazing. So I did a bit of research. I looked at the rank 15th fighter, right? His name's, Claudio Danef, an Argentinian fighter, South American, typical, isn't it? Fucking Maurizio. His last fight was a win over eight rounds, right? Won it on points. He lost three fights ago, and um, his record is, is nothing on it. It's all fights in Argentina. Yet he's ranked fifteenth in the fucking WBC ranking in light in the lightweight division. And Sam Noakes, who's got one of their belts, is uh, yeah, is that- nowhere. Those WBC
2: fucking, fucking international belts, I don't mean shit. I don't think, but yeah, Sam. He ain't won the British title yet. Like this, this. So Louis Sylvester, he won, he won the English uh, title, uh, vacant English title. And um, but yeah, Sam Noakes, he's 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 a quality little fighter. Great character, uh, aggressive. Like comes forward. He's got power. But um, what I want to see is him fight Gavin Gwynn. That'd be a good fight. And I know they're sort of earmarking that fight. They've had a few little. Little moments in a, in a press conference and that. um Pretty cordial, but they're both more or less saying they're aggressive. They're going to come forward when they have a fight. And that Mark Chamberlain. So there's a couple of fights for him to go now. This is going to be his 12th fight. 13, 14, 15 fights in. He just needs to clear up that domestic uh, scene. And let's see how good he is. Like Going back to Hamza Shiraz and Liam Williams. I really like Hamza Sherrath. I think he's a quality fighter. I like the guy. I think he should be called the Milk Tray Man. I think that's what he looks like. (laughs) The Milk Tray Man. He's always got like a black uh, polo, is it polo? No, roller neck uh, jumper on and all that. He's like dark hair and all that. It reminds me of the Milk Tray Man, but he is a lifelong (laughs) Arsenal fan, right? So I'm going to be a bit biased being an Arsenal fan, but uh, I like him. Six foot three, 75 inch reach, 18 and 0, 14 knockouts. And um, I think Frank Warren has matched him really well so far, but yet again, this is like this is a good test for him now with Liam Williams. Um, he had a fight though with that Emmanuel Torres, and um, he got dropped, didn't he, in that fight? And uh, yeah, he just I think it was like inexperience where I think he threw a shot, and then he just sort of fell in, you know, over his left leg, and then he sort of a little bit square on. He just got caught. It's like a flat, flash knockdown, fell down on his ass, jumped back up. Heart his bottle was tested, and he goes in, knocks uh, Torres down. And then he beats him well, Torres, but it just shows you he's a little bit wet behind the ears, got caught sort of square on, got dropped. But yeah, he's got plenty of art, tall rangy He's got fast hands, great one too really, really hard ramrod jab. He dropped Torres with that uh, jab. By the way, I keep mentioning this Torres because that Torres drew with Jose uh, Benavides Jr., He's a good fighter. He went, like, 11 rounds with uh, Terence Crawford. And he's been the distance with a few fighters, that Benavidez. So, he's a decent fighter. So, he drew with him. I just, like, gauging where uh, Hamza Shiraz is. But, yeah, I like him. So he throws his left hook lovely to the body. Um, yeah, and like, I think Liam Williams, I think he got dropped it any twice by Chris Eubank Jr. from a jab. And I think that...
0: Three times, I think. Yeah,
2: and Hamza Shiraz has got an amazing jab. So don't be surprised if you see Liam Williams get dropped by a jab. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Liam Williams, he's never been stopped. Uh, he The only time he got stopped was by Liam Smith, and that was a cut to the eye. But like, how long ago does that feel like that was? So, yeah, I mean, I like Hamza Shiraz. I think he could be big. I, do, I think he could be a, a good fighter. Um, yeah, and if he, if he wins this fight against Liam Williams, you know, we're talking could be fighting Felix Cash, Ammo Williams, maybe.
0: Yeah, love that. In 5v5. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like Hamza Shiraz. It just broke my heart when he fought Bradley Skeet. That's it. That's it. It broke my heart because fucking Bradley Skeet was beating him all the way, and then he was on the floor, and Hamza Shiraz dug him on the floor, which I'm not blaming Hamza Shiraz because it's boxing yeah. and in the heat of the moment and whatnot, but the referee I'm blaming, I, I think the referee was Steve Gray. But, and he it. let it slide. He let it slide mm. and um, Bradley couldn't get up. And uh, I just thought he deserved that Bradley Skeet to win that fight. He just deserved it because he, he boxed so well. And it was such a shame. But anyway, you know what Hamza do you know, showed his power. Do you know
2: what's mad about that, right? I was looking at Hamza Shiraz the other day. I knew he was going to do this pod. So I was just looking at some previous fights. And uh, you know the Bradley Skeet fight? You can't find that anywhere on YouTube. Yeah. So if you look at TNT, <laughs> really? they've right. got they've got all these different fights that he was in on TV, but they ain't got that fight. And obviously in that fight, he didn't look great, Hamza Shiraz. He couldn't deal with the movement and the speed of foot of Skeet. Um, but like to be fair, Skeet was going on about it after and Frank Warren and Shiraz. They offered the immediate rematch, and then he he didn't yeah. end up taking it. But
0: I, yeah, I don't think he's fought since, has he? No. I think he retired after that Skeet. Um, yeah, it was very controversial at the time. And I think you boys, I, I think I come on your channel at a time when uh, when that fight, the day after that fight, and uh, we were letting loose. We were like, fuck you, Liberty. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I was surprised that a lot of people have um, have chosen Hamza to stop Liam Williams early, sort of mid-rounds. round, mid rounds. And I, I, I think Liam Williams is still tough enough. And as you say, he ain't been stopped other than the Liam Smith fight, has he? If that's correct.
2: He just looks so chinny in that fight against and I just yeah, in he looked U really really fight. chinny. I,
0: agree. I still think he'll have he'll have a lot to take him into the late rounds. I think he might get stopped in the late rounds for myself. Um Hamza Shiraz hits way too hard, younger, fresher and as we say Liam Williams on the way out. So um yeah, I think um a late stoppage for Hamza Shiraz and uh I'd love to see the Felix Cash fight afterwards, but fuck knows what's going on with Felix Cash. Amo
2: Williams, Diego Pacheco, Amo these William. are all the names floating around. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it could be a late stoppage. But I say, he is tough, Liam Williams. Very compact, powerful, strong. He's aggressive. Um, distance with Andrade, you know, distance with Chris Eubank Jr. Liam Smith.
0: tell you now, no. you, no, you don't beat Amo Williams.
2: I don't, I don't think he'd Pacheco, but I do like Hamza Shiraz. I really yeah, do. No, yeah, no, same, yeah.
0: He's a great entertaining fighter. He's, very, he's brilliant. Um, what I want to ask then, Anthony Yard. Yeah,
2: against What's Marco Nikolic. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. How
2: many farmers and bin men is he going to fight? Know. It's just, do you know this fact, right? Anthony Yard. There's obviously
0: method behind it.
2: Anthony Yard has never gone the distance and won a fight. Like, any time he's gone a distance, he's lo- lost a fight. And apart from the big fights that he's been in, like your, your better BFs be and your uh, uh, your Kovalevs and that, it's all bin men and doormen and farmers. It's like, what do we learn from these fights? It's just...
0: Well, we had silver back in September, which was, yeah, just literally a tick over. And we thought it would be a tick over into a, a decent fight now, but apparently not. However, there's obviously method to the madness. There's obviously something brewing up for potentially the Saudi five, five versus five, or even a Saudi card in the future. So they're just making sure he gets through this one because there's big money ahead, I suppose. But um, yeah, it's been... uh, Anthony Yard's career has been full blast or just, you know, second gear, isn't it? It's it's no in-between.
2: No, no. Yeah, the Baturbiyev
0: fight is, you know, the highest you can go. Incredible. Full props in him for that fight and um, for even taking it in the first place. But then <laughs> after Viterbi, it goes silver and fucking the geezer who fixed my washing machine the other day. So uh, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going and I'm fucking buzzing for it. Um, I'm glad he's on the card because I do love watching the Yard, but uh, oh, i love seeing see character. him in a live opponent. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it because it's. Uh, I think the main event could get a bit tasty and I'm, I'm expecting knockouts across... Across the board, really, a lot, of, a lot of knockouts that night. Big shout out to Masood Abdullah. He's fighting Ashfaq, and uh, yes, could be an interesting fight. But expecting Masood to come through it in flying colours. Okay, so Kai's had to go, people. Sorry about that, but it's just me and John fighting it out on the Mick Hennessy, what the fuck, moment. So Mick, lead us in, bruv. I'm not being funny. What the fuck is going on? There we are. Thank you, Mick. Right then, what the fuck is going on? Johnny, give us your what the fuck is going on moment for this week.
2: I think I've just changed it at the last minute. It was Carl Frosch's reply to John Fury. That video was epic. I was just watching. I could not stop watching the screen. I don't think I breathed for the whole 12 minutes it was on. He just completely and utterly tore John Fury a new one, started bringing up all... Videos of like Palky when he was calling him out and there was all those billboards in Manchester. Apparently you're a fight fighting man. The hardest 50 year old out there. The Mickey Theo put it on you. You didn't want to know. It just basically just rubbished everything that John Fury said and just literally tore him a new one. While building up his own self. In fact, that he knocked out George Groves and all that. You've got to love Cole Fudge. He is a little bit of a troll, but it is what it is. I just thought that was my what the fuck is going on moment.
0: I love it. I lo- I- well, funnily enough, that was mine. I'm going to go one different, but um, that was mine. And, uh, yeah, and John obviously obviously took that to heart. That's why he offered him out to fight a fucking Wembley in front of 93,000 people that won't be attending. But there we are. Mine what the fuck moment was. Well, was the John Fury. But I'm going to go with Conor Ben calling out Devin Haney. I mean, I think you're dreaming, bruv. <laughs> he loses every second of every round. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll always want to watch Conor Ben fight. And I've got nothing against Conor Ben. I really I haven't. I'll always want to see him fight because he has been very exciting over the past. I'm disappointed in his comeback and return, but we'll see where it goes. However, don't be calling out Devin Haney. Fucking hell. What do you reckon? I mean, am I talking shit there? No, or is do that you know what it was?
2: Off? It was after the performance against Dobson, which I said earlier, I don't think it was that bad, but like he was getting hit. He got hit clean numerous times. And you could probably give Dobson Five free rounds after. Mike Gibson, who is freak.
0: slow as fuck,
2: telegraph slow. You could see it coming, but he got pinged. Like he got pinged like numerous times in that fight. And then you're calling out Devin Haney. To me, that was like delusional. And and I just want to know exactly where Conor Ben is. But nobody knows yet because he's not had that fight that we can all hang our hat on and go. Right now, I know exactly where you are. We need that legit fight. And I think yeah. that legit fight's Josh Kelly. Don't tell me that. Don't do big numbers over here.
0: I know, I love it. it. Well, it just depends if you can fight in England. But you can't go from Peter Dobson to Devin Haney. You just can't do it. Do you know what I mean? And I know his career has been a bit up and down. And the reason that he's fighting a Roscoe and Peter Dobson at the minute is purely because his career has been up and down with the jeopardy of the failed drug tests and that. However, you can't go from Peter Dobson to Devin Haney, bottom line. So there we but, are.
2: But what is he meant to do, though? Because say you are Conor Benn, right? And you're trying to build your profile, your career. Make sure there's a big clamour around you so you earn as most money that you can out of the sport. So if he's going to fight Adrian Broner next, right? Now, is it? Is he just got to say, look, I'm fighting Adrian Broner. I'm still learning on the job. I haven't got an amateur background. I'm just going to go in there and like punch his head in and then I'll move on to these other fights. Isn't that a better approach than saying, I'd murder all these fighters, your boots Ennis, all of these Avenisians, Josh Kellys, um, like, then none of them are on my levels. Even talk of Terence Crawford weren't there before. And then you go and fight Adrian Broner. That's what doesn't sit right with everyone. Like, sometimes you can say, like, I'm still building here. I'm still building. I'm still, like, whatever he is, 27, 28. I didn't have that amateur background. Yeah, I'm going to have all these fights and make a load of money. But then when I'm ready, then I'm going to fight a Stanny Onis or whatever, a Boots Ennis or a Josh Kelly or something like that. But he's not saying that. You're saying you're going to fight Haney. You want to smash Haney's face in. Then you give us Adrian Broner. I think that's what the fuck. It's delusional yeah. talk.
0: You're right. You're right. I totally forgot about that. But it is. It is constantly calling out these names and ended up with something lesser, and exactly. it. And that's what's going to happen this time around. It's Haney. He's talking about boots and he's talking about all these fighters. But no, it's just uh, yeah, it's going to end up being Adrian Broner. Who he's going to beat. He's going to beat him easy. He just will. Adrian Broner used to be great. Now he's not. So there we are. Interesting times and an interesting pod. I thoroughly enjoyed it, boys. Thank you very much for joining us. Johnny B, Kaya, it's been a pleasure. Kaya's not here. He's fucked off again. Fucking (laughs) unprofessional, but there we go. Um, And, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you loads. Um, And uh, just by the by, if you could give us a little review. Um, if you can click them little stars if you see them in front of you, it really does help us and uh, we really appreciate it don't help us if you give us one star but <laughs> it's up to you isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much everyone, we love you loads, speak to you next week take care, Bosh.